Welcome to the Tape Ministry of the Embassy of the Word of God, where God is releasing men and women into exploits through the preaching of the Word of Faith. Be transformed and impacted as you listen to God's Word. Father, we thank you this morning. We ask of God that your word will come in simplicity. Let somebody be blessed, affected by your word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. All right. We want to get into the word this morning. Hallelujah. The Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. John chapter 1, the verse number 29. John seeing Jesus coming the following day. Please take your seats. John seeing Jesus coming the following day. Said something very instructive. He said, the next day, John seeing Jesus coming unto him, said, behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. He's a man, but he's called a lamb. He's a man, but he is called a lamb. Why is he called a lamb? He's called a lamb because lambs are meant for sacrifice. Lambs were supposed to be sacrificed. And he was the atoning lamb of Israel and the whole world. He was atoning lamb in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, when he came to fulfill what God promised, he became the atoning lamb and the sacrificial lamb. For all, and the sin-sacrificed lamb for all of humanity. Hallelujah. And First Timothy chapter 2, from the verse number 5, the scripture tells us that there is, for there is one God and one mediator between men and between God and men. The man, Christ Jesus. Christ came as a man, but not just as a man, he also came as what? A lamb. And why did he come as a lamb? To become a sacrifice. So John, the last prophet of the Old Testament, saw him, said, Behold, the lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. He was not just coming as a, a mere lamb, but to take away the sins of the world. For there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Verse, verse 6 says, Who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified. I'm part of that ransom he paid for. Hallelujah. I'm part of that ransom he paid for. To be testified in due time. And that testimony is now. Today I'm preaching on the message I've titled, The Promise Fulfilled. I must tell it. The Promise Fulfilled. I must tell it. Luke chapter number 24. The verse number 25 and 26, Jesus said, O fools and slow of heart to believe what to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory. And he tells them that the suffering in verse number 47 and beginning at Moses, that is from the Old Testament books, beginning at Moses, starting from the first book, Genesis, he says, and that repentance and remission of sins should be what? 
preached in his words in his name among all nations beginning at where? Jerusalem. He says that, that repentance and remission of sins should be preached among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. Verse 48. And ye are witnesses of these things. He says that they were eyewitnesses of these things. In other words, they were going to tell what they have seen and what they have experienced. And it didn't only stop at them. We have also become witnesses of these things because we experienced the promise he sent. Verse 49. Then he said, And behold, I send the promise of the Father. The word promise there is the word epangelia in the Greek. It means a message of good news. Behold, I send the promise of the Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of what? Jerusalem. Until ye be endued with power from on high. In Acts chapter 1, the verse number 5. Speaking to them in his last, last encounter with them. Before he'll be taken to heaven. Jesus said to them. In Acts 1, 5. Jesus said that for John truly baptized with what? With water. But ye shall be what? Baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days hence. And in the verse number 8, he says, And you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall become what? Witnesses unto me. In, and in what? Both in Jerusalem and in Judea. Starting from where you are. You become witnesses. Why? Because of the promised Holy Spirit. The promise he made was the promise of the Holy Spirit. This is what Jesus said in Luke 24, 49. Tarry ye until I send the promise of the Father. And when this promise comes, this promise shall grant unto you or shall give you the ability to have strange power, boldness to become witnesses of what you have experienced, to share what you have experienced. And so living, he tells them, this power that is coming is going to make you to be baptized. And baptized with what? Not with water, but with what? The Holy Spirit. So, in his last letter, Mark captured it this way in Mark 16, 15, and said that they should what? go ye into the world and preach the gospel. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and what? Preach the gospel. Somebody say, preach the gospel. To what? Every creature. Preach the gospel to every creature. We have already established what the gospel is. is the death, burial, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. As 1 Corinthians 15, um, 2 to 4 tells us. But it says, go ye into the world and preach the gospel. Verse 16, then it says, and this signs, and it says, he that believeth and is baptized. He that believeth and is what? Baptized. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. 
Yeah. He that believeth. So the promise fulfilled, I must tell it. What is that promise? I said the promise is the Holy Spirit. And this Holy Spirit was supposed to baptize believers. When he baptizes believers, what happens to them is they, be, they believe. What the Holy Spirit does to an unbeliever is to impart faith in your heart to believe the gospel when it is preached. And then you believe it. And what he does in that process of imparting faith to your heart is that the Holy Spirit also gives you the ability to tell the same experience to another. He that believeth and is baptized. And I said this baptism is not water. It is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. As Jesus himself told us. That John truly baptized with water. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days hence. Then you will be saved. Praise God. Now so the Holy, in John chapter 15 verse 26. John 15 the verse number 26. The scripture says, but when the comforter. He calls this Holy Spirit the comforter. Is come. Whom I will send unto you. This is Jesus talking now. Whom I will send unto you from the Father. Even the Spirit of truth. Which comes from the Father or proceeds from the Father. He shall testify of me. Hallelujah. He shall what? Testify of me. Or he shall speak of me. And this promise was what Jesus said they should wait in Jerusalem to receive. And in Acts chapter 2 verse 4. On that faithful day. The Bible says. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues. As the Spirit gave them Utterance. As the Spirit gave them what? Utterance. And they began to speak. Then as they spoke, some men were confused about this speaking. And so they asked them, what is all this speaking business? But you see, if you read the verse number, um, the verse number two of this same Acts chapter two, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Verse 3. And there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as of fire. And sat upon. Somebody say sat upon. Sat upon each of them. Sat upon them. Now that upon is an Old Testament language. You'll get this from Joel chapter 2, the verse number 28. So when this experience took place and there was commotion around and they were asking them, what is all this thing that we are hearing? We find Peter, the illiterate among them, who never went to school. In Acts chapter 2, let's read that. Peter, the illiterate, who didn't go to school among them. Now listen to what he says. Verse 16. 
Acts 2. I was at the wrong place, sorry. Yeah, Acts 2 from the verse number 13. Let me take it from 13. 16 is okay, but from 13. Others mocking said, these men are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. 15. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose it, it is. But the third hour of the day, 16. For this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Take note of the language, upon all flesh. Upon all flesh. So it's an Old Testament language that was being used in Acts because it's a reported speech. And so, he's telling them, it shall come upon, out of my spirit, upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And Peter was quoting from Joel chapter 2, verse 28. So Jesus said, I will send a promise, and the promise came on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. And when it came, the promise was fulfilled. But let's listen to what Peter said. Let's, let's, let's go on in Acts chapter 2. We got to verse 18. I, 17, okay. And on my servants, um, okay, and it shall come to pass. Okay, now finish this. Go to 18, please. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Go on, please. And I will show wonders in, above, in heaven above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord. Talking about the judgment day, okay? Now, great. Let's go on. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever shall what? Call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So this experience of the Holy Spirit is to enable men to call on the name of the Lord and be saved. 22. Uh, 20, and it shall come to, okay, 22. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Then Peter, as a result of the fulfilled promise, now tells them his own experience. And how did he tell it? He says, ye men of Israel, because they are starting from Jerusalem. Jerusalem has only men of Israel in Jerusalem. You start from your family. Start from somebody close to you. Start from somebody in your vicinity, in your workplace, in your church environment, in your friends, clique, and association. I mean, you have all these young people that think that Christianity is not trendy. 
tell them Christianity is trendy. There's nothing on there's nothing trendy about going to smoke smoke cigarette and smoke smoke and drink and and get drunk and pass out. You don't know where to where you are going. You go you go to the disco, come back holding slippers on barefoot. Are you okay? Because you're drunk. You went in with your shoes. You came back. You see them, all these girls with holding their shoes, running around. And they wake up in a strange person's bed. Yeah, did I wake up here? Yeah, did I wake up here? Then they now start crying foul. I was raped. Who raped you? How did you get there? Stop, 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 stop wasting our time. How did you get into a man's house? I didn't know how I got there. And they are expecting that we think for them. How they got into a man's house. Obviously, you walked there. Obviously, you, you, you did something and got there. Whether you were blind or awake, you got there. And men are predators. They are supposed to chop. They, they chop you. They say, you say, you say they've raped you. Who raped you? And then you have this stupidity in this modern day. How did you get there? How did you get there? Uh, the fact that I was in his bed, I'm not supposed to be touched. Hey. Hey. You're in my bed. I'm not supposed to touch. How did you get into my bed? How is that even possible? Where we came from, what did we go to do there? We came to do something. We agreed to come home now. Eh? What is a no? Eh, please explain this to me. I don't understand. I can't think far. Let the woman give me a version. So we have the right to change our mind, even if it's midway. No means no. <laughs> Can you imagine? Don't tell it back. <laughs> One way traffic. <laughs> My problem is, how did you get there in the first place? The promise. Let's get back to the promise. Let's get back to the promise. <laughs> Let me not get into body waters. <laughs> Women are funny, eh? When he suits them, it's no. When he doesn't suit them, it's yes. I allowed myself. When he doesn't suit them, no, 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 I said no. Okay, keep saying no. <laughs> I keep getting drunk and feeling trendy. <laughs> I found this young, 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 this young people. And then they feel rather awkward that they are the ones that don't drink among their friends. That you feel awkward that you are the one that don't have a boyfriend to go and shack with. Are you okay in your head? When you are giving the thing to him for free, do you think he will marry you? He wants the thing for free, he wants to chop you. You say what? It's, it's a promise that's come on me. Epangelia. It's not just adult stuff. These young kids, they need to know. They need to know. They need to know. Especially these ones that have gone to university and college and all these places. So you need to know. And don't just go and uh, waste your life there. You need to know. Yeah. Yeah, you need to know. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta know. You gotta know. You gotta know. You, you gotta know these things. Yeah, yeah. The book, it doesn't change you. It's the same book cover. Yeah. The script has never changed. It's the same script. We write, we've been writing it since. We know the script. You know where you find these young people? They think they know the script far better than we know. Say, ah, yeah, you are not trendy. You know what we did in our time? 
Share. Okay, let me go on. Let, let me get on to this thing. Let me, the promise. Let's get to the promise. The promise is the Holy Spirit. Okay? Amen. <laughs> I'm preaching, eh? The promise. No, no, what is it? They are trendy. Yeah. Yeah. Antonio. <laughs> The promise, eh? let's go to this promise. <laughs> I think somebody needs to hear this. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I think it's... <laughs> Ye men of Israel, <laughs> hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth. So now he begins to preach. A man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs which God did by him in the midst of you. As you yourselves also know 23. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and the foreknowledge of God, ye have taken. In other words, whatever was happening to Jesus was not something hidden from God. He knew. And by wicked hands have crucified and slain. 24. Whom God has raised up having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be holding of it. For David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope. He's quoting from the Old Testament. Because thou will not leave my soul in hell, neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. He's all, quote, all this is quotes from David. Okay, Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. Psalm 16. Thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance. Next verse. Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David that he is both dead and buried and his sepulcher is with us unto this day. Therefore, being a prophet and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him, remember we said the things the prophet said concerning Christ, that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he will raise up Christ to sit on his throne. He, seeing this before, speak of the resurrection of Christ, that his, his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. This Jesus has God raised up, whereof we all are witnesses, or wherefore we all are telling it. So the promise that was fulfilled they are telling it. And how did Peter tell it? That Jesus came as a man. He was killed. He died. He was buried. And on the third day, he rose again. The resurrection. He says, this Jesus has got raised up. Wherefore, whereof, we all are witnesses. We all must be witnesses. Because the promise has been fulfilled. If you are born again here, you must tell it. You can't afford to be quiet. 
We must tell it. Tell it on the mountaintop. Tell it to your friends. Let them think that you are not trendy. But tell it anyhow. Amen. Because the best, the best trendy thing that trends on TikTok, on whatever, is Christ. He has outlived any nonsense that has ever been talked about. Talk about Confucius, he has outlived them. Talk about Muhammad, he has outlived them. Talk about Gandhi, he has outlived them. That's why we celebrate Easter. That's why we celebrate Christmas. He's the beginning of time and the end of time. He's called the Alpha, the Omega. The beginning and the end. Everything is measured with Christ. Anything that happened before Christ is, 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 is measured as B.C. before Christ. And anything after him is A.D. in the year of our Lord. So everything that ought to be trendy within time is Christ. Not Jay-Z. Not, um, what's her name? Beyonce. Or which other one? Eh? Give me one name. You have been listening to them. Just give me. Eh? The Kardashians that are confused. The father doesn't know he's a mother or a woman. Yet you have produced babies. How did you do it? Confusion gone on rampage. It's confusion gone on rampage. And that's the one that is trendy. You see all this. Eh, I'm watching Kardashians. 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 When you're supposed to go and listen to some, some gospel that will enter your head, you're watching Kardashian. For what? You talk nonsense. I, I, I didn't know what happened to me. I, watched it as a, I just felt like I was in a strange voice, in a strange body. I decided to change. What? 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 The promise. Evangelia. The promise was the Holy Spirit and was fulfilled. And when Peter received the promise, he told it. And he says we should also tell it. All throughout the Acts, that is what was told. In, let me give you another example how it was told in Acts chapter 10. And then I close. You must tell it. It's the promise. Tell it. Praise God. Acts chapter 10. Hallelujah. You must tell it. The lamb that rescued the souls of men. Acts chapter 10 from the verse number 34. Cornelius speaking to God. God sent an angel to him. And on this fateful day when the angel came, the angel said to Cornelius, send for Peter. And he shall tell you words. Let's, let's read this. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. Um, then he goes on. But in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That word... That's the promise. That word. That word. 
I say, ye know, which was published throughout all Judea. The gospel that was what? Published. How do we publish it? Tell it. How do we publish the gospel? We tell it. We tell it through materials. We tell it through what? Through our life. We tell it through our words. We tell it. They said it has been published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. He says, after John's baptism, which was not necessary, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with what? With power. And he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. For God was with him. 39. And we are witnesses. Tell your neighbor you must be a witness. I didn't say JW. I didn't say Jehovah witness. Be a Jesus witness. Amen. Yeah, we must be witnesses. I didn't say carry a special bag and be knocking doors. Yes, you should knock dogs. You can carry a special bag, but preach Jesus. And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem whom they slew and hung on a tree. He's preaching it again. They killed him and put him on a cross. Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly not to all the people but unto witnesses chosen before of God even to us. So he says we are his witnesses who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. In other words, I can testify. I saw him when he rose. And he commanded us. Now listen to that. He commanded us to what? To preach unto the people. And to what? Testify. What do we testify? That it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. If you don't understand what that means, it means that he is he will be the only potentate, the only judge that in the end of time he will be the one seated on the throne to judge the quick and the dead. In other words, his his life when you receive him. He says, you have gone into eternal redemption. But if you reject him, eternal damnation. That's what it means. He'll be the judge. So you're receiving him or rejecting him. Doesn't make him any less important. But he commanded us. You have been commanded. I have been commanded. We all have been commanded to witness Christ. To tell him. And you see, when somebody is excited about witnessing Christ, they will not even have a problem coming to church. Because when you witness Christ to somebody, you are excited to bring that person to church. So that the person can grow. Believers today are not excited about church because they are not witnesses. We are not effective witnesses. The reason why we have an apathetic nature but theistic, 
uninterested, unmotivated, unmoved. Give me on what? Unconcerned about the gospel is and about the work of God and the church of God is because we are not witnessing. All you are thinking about is how to show up yourself on Sunday. That's if you are able to. And you don't know that that in itself is a problem. If I'm able to. No! You cannot just say I'm not able to. The Bible says when they believed in the Lord, in the Acts of the Apostles, they gathered daily. You, you are coming monthly. You are coming fortnightly. You have scheduled how many days you will come to church in a month. You are not okay. There is something wrong with you. You are very sick. You have scheduled how you would at, at the church at all. You know, I'll just go when, when, when prison worship finishes. There's something wrong with you. Hmm? The day we want to gather, angels are dispatched first thing in the morning to hear BM be waiting for you. And you are showing up anytime you like, whenever you like, whenever it is very possible. No, there's something wrong with your spiritual life. And I'm not joking about it. I'm very, very serious about it. Oh, no, no, I, I, I have some work commitment. Work. And you know how Christians can be very, very funny. When they are sick, <laughs> the work commitment doesn't matter anymore. They call it sick. I'm sick. <laughs> you know, I can't come because I'm very, very sick. Or when something tragic happens, they can leave that job. But that same church, they find every excuse not to be in church. Oh, I, you know, I don't have money. I need to make more money. You know, I don't. Okay, continue. Continue. You know, continue. Yeah. This be Juju. Continue. Uh -huh, now. Continue. And the angels are marking you. Every Sunday when you show up, they are at the door marking, 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 marking. Cornelius was praying. He was not even a believer. An angel showed him. You, continue. Eh? Apostle Paul. They were here. Continue. The angels, when they go to heaven, they will report you to Apostle Paul. They say, the work you did, the Christians today, they are interested in TikTok, they are even in church. They are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. When they tell them to share, they are not sharing it. They are sharing their Facebook story and the TikTok story. How ah, did you see that one? Okay. Continue. Antonio. Continue. <laughs> And he commanded us to preach unto the people. He commanded us. Did I tell you before of the story of that man that would never give tight in church, in lighthouse? Bishop Dax told the story. I heard it myself. He said, this man, he was the most highly paid person. In, he was working in the UN. He would never give his tight in the church. He said, ah. My tithe is too big to give to the church. 
I'd rather in the weekend go and spend the money in some bar or some nice restaurant and have nice time with my body. Then one day, he went to the hospital. He started feeling pain somewhere in that same body. And the doctor said, you have cancer. It's an aggressive one. And it has advanced to stage four. Now he carried all his tithes. Now he remembered God. He came, Bishop, I brought all my tithes so that please, you can pray for me. Bishop said, no, no, we don't need the money anymore. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. You know what happened to him? Him continue. <laughs> he continued until he jumped. He said, no, we don't need the tithe anymore. Just go and spend your tithe. And that's how he died. Continue. So sometimes we, when we say these things, it's not because me, I want you to come to church. Not necessarily. But so that your life will become profitable to God and to yourself. Because if you live and your life is not profitable to God, eh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a problem. Ask yourself, is my life profitable to God? What am I doing for God? If you're not doing anything for God, your life is not profitable. Your life is only profitable to your social clique. The friends you have. That's, is that all you live for? Our life must be profitable to God. The Bible says we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Psalm 100. So if your life is not profitable to God, oh, no, 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 you know, my children, my children, they are too young, I can't bring them to church. You know, they are too young, they can't be, they, 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 can't be, they need to sleep at nine. Meanwhile, there's, those same children can be watching telenovela and watching uh, Teletubbies till maybe midnight. I don't know whether Teletubbies used to be. <laughs> And, and that's why you have no problem. I can, no, no, the church, evening, evening service, no, I can't bring them because they, they will sleep. Continue. When your children become demons in your own house and they now put gun on you and want to shoot you, you will understand that you sow the seed, you must reap. For Galatians 6 says, God is not mocked. Do not be deceived. Galatians 6, verse 6 and 7. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, he shall reap. If he sow to the flesh, he will reap corruption, destruction. If you sow to the spirit, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Go back to that Acts 10. This one I thought somebody needed to hear it. Yeah, it's very important. If I don't tell you the truth, I have failed as a pastor. Yeah. Him God raised. To him give all the prophets witness that through his name whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins or forgiveness of sins. He's preaching. 44. While Peter yet speak these words, now see what happened to them. The Holy Ghost fell on them. They were saved. Whilst Peter was speaking these words, they believed so the Holy Ghost baptized them the same way he baptized them. Fell on them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision we believed were astonished. The Jews were surprised. 
as many as came with Peter. Because that on the Gentiles also was poured out. The word pour upon, pour out is the same word. The gift of the Holy Ghost. The gift of the Holy Ghost. Please project for me Romans chapter 10. And let's pray. Romans chapter 10. From the verse number 12, I think. It says, For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Similar to what we read earlier when Peter was preaching. How then shall they call on him? On whom they have not believed. And how shall they believe in him? Of whom they have not what? Heard. And how shall they hear? Without a preacher. Tell your neighbor you are that preacher. Tell somebody else, you are that preacher. I'm the one to preach it. Because if I don't preach it, they won't hear it. How shall they believe without hearing? And how shall they hear without somebody what saying it? Peter says, we have been commanded as witnesses. The promise has been fulfilled. And I must tell it. You must tell it. Amen. Speak to God. Tell him, Lord, I want my life to be useful to you. To be useful to you. Some of us, we need to repent. Our life must begin to become useful. Must count. Your life is not useful only because you do something in the church physically. No, 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 no. If you're not winning souls, your life is not useful. Souls are more important in heaven. It's a currency of heaven. So we must invite somebody. You must witness to somebody. If you cannot preach it yourself, invite the person to come. We will preach it to the person. And the person will be saved. Amen. If you cannot preach it the way Peter preached it. Peter just said, Jesus died for your sins. He rose and on the third day and your sins were forgiven. If you believe this, you are saved. That's all. That's all we are supposed to preach. Speak to God this morning, yes, this, this right. afternoon. Oh, Father, we thank you. Maro sheka lada dayanda. Zila la 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 bado shiketea. Zole mama mama do 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 shika. Rabada da ba da ba ha. Randa da 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 ha. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, because you have mandated us to go and tell it. In Jesus' name, and we will go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. How many feel that it's my responsibility to go and tell it? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my responsibility. It has nothing to do with church or not church. To tell it is my responsibility. If you can't tell it, invite them. Tell them there's a place I go to, a fun place. Tell them the pastor, he's some kind, but he's fine. He's a nice guy. Come and hear him. And, and when they come, Sell something to them. Just sell something. When they come, then I'll preach to them. Then they will hear. They will say, okay, I believe him now. Uh, I didn't know him, but I believe him. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to pray for you. It's impartation service. Stretch off your hands towards me. I'm not going to lay hands on people today. Stretch off your hands towards me. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, on this impartation service, as the hands of your children are stretched, 
I release the impartation of the spirit upon them. For your word declares, O oh God, that I have come that I may impart unto them some spiritual gifts that they may be established. Right now, by the spirit of God, let there be an impartation of the spirit. An impact of the spirit. Let any influence of the enemy upon their lives be broken. Let every obstruction be removed. Let every weakness go. Let every pain go. In the name of Jesus, I speak favor for them. I speak the goodness of the Lord for them. I pray for the influence of the Spirit of God upon their lives. Let everything that has hindered them from today, let that hindrance be broken in the name of Jesus. We declare that these ones are blessed. Blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. Whatever they touch is blessed. Everything they do in this coming month is blessed. The blessing of the Lord is overflowing in their homes, upon their children, upon whatever they do, their businesses in the name of Jesus. None will lose their children. None will lose their money. None will lose opportunities. None, oh God, will lose anything that is their portion in the mighty name of Jesus. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Hallelujah. If you're not sure that you're born again, but you want Jesus to be resident as the Holy Spirit. He says, soon you will not see me. That's his death. But he says, soon you will see me because I go to the Father. The only way we can see him is through the Holy Spirit. If for any reason you want to receive Jesus into your heart, I want to pray for you quickly now, wherever you are. Just pray this prayer with me. Declare with me, Father, let the Spirit of God come into me let me not be the same i ask oh god that make me a new creation through the work of regeneration through the death the burial and the resurrection of jesus christ father i receive into my spirit a new spirit i am a new creation from today i refuse to be the son and the daughter of the devil I receive from today the spirit of sonship therefore I take dominion thank you for the gift of salvation thank you for the gift of salvation father I ask that the Holy Spirit will come into me strong in the name of Jesus. Now pray this prayer me, declare me in the name of Jesus. If you don't speak in tongues, declare me in the name of Jesus. By the evidence of speaking in tongues, I received the infilling of the Holy Ghost and with the outward manifestation to begin to speak in tongues. Now, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I receive the gift of speaking in the Holy Ghost. Now. Couldn't find one to compare to your grace, your love, your